Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we are recording for December 25th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Happy holidays, Cryptonauts. Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 largest gainers and losers in crypto. So these are divided in two groups, obviously, one of them being top gainers, the second being top losers. So we're going to do 10 and 10. Okay, so top gainers, number one, ADS token with 400. 4,529.4% gain. Second place, stocks with 3,256.1% gain. Third place, BSYS with 400.2% gain. Fourth place, Regal Finance with 100, 155.7% gain. And fifth place, DACC with 143.3% gain. Sixth place, Chunk with 131.3% gain seventh place equal with 121.6 percent gain number seven nft loot box with 116.3 percent gain number nine with what is that z load z loader with 113.6 percent gain and number 10 roti bank coin with 88.2 percent gain all right your top losers is number one Feora uh, with 77.3% loss. Number two, Arth with 57.2% loss. Third place, Binance Agile Set Dollar with 47.9% loss. Fourth place, Micro Money with 47.4% loss. Fifth place, Typhoon Cash with 45.1% loss. Sixth place, Basis Gold Share with 42.5% loss. Number seven, Gleek Coin with 37.2% loss. Number eight, Limestone Network with 36.2% loss. Number nine, Road with 35.9% loss. And number 10, Dig with 33.3% loss. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 top gainers and losers in crypto. Your overall total market cap is at $967.5 billion, down by 2.2%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Stephen Graves. Bitcoin surges to hit new all-time high on Christmas Day. It's a very Merry Christmas for Bitcoin holders as the cryptocurrency surged to all-time highs on Christmas Day. The price of Bitcoin shot up by 5.8% in the past 24 hours, peaking at $24,644.30 according to CoinGecko. Bitcoin's price has pulled back slightly, its current trading at around $24,358 at time of writing. <clears throat> it follows a week in which Bitcoin has plowed through previous records, reaching $24,085 on December 19th. Growing demand for Bitcoin is resulting in a supply crisis as institutional investors are buying up huge quantities of the cryptocurrency. In the last week, 
business intelligence firm MicroStrategy added to a to its Bitcoin holdings worth a $650 million by bringing its total value of over 70,000 Bitcoin. At the same time, the supply of Bitcoin held on exchanges has dropped by 20% since January as it moved into long-term storage by hodlers, meaning that there's less available to trade. Quote, the supply crisis, as I call it, we will have an impact on price, but it doesn't necessarily prevent retail investors or smaller investors from getting into the space. Glasno CTO Rafael Schultekraft told Decrypt. All right, next news written by Jeff Benson, the most impressive crypto asset of 2020. There's no shortage of well-performing coins up from 2020. Just about everything is in the green with major prices gains from the start of the year. Even tokens that have dipped in price such as Uni and Filecoin can't be called failures. The former a governance token from the Uniswap decentralized exchange only rolled out in Q3 and is still getting its bearings as users navigate a reimagined DEX landscape. The latter, the native tokens of a decentralized storage network launched at the tail end of 2020, already has a market cap north of $1 billion. So what exactly marks a crypto asset as impressive? High or low prices is just as indicative of supplies as its value. And value is just like your opinion, man. Market cap is good measure, but have but half of it is just price. And while high volumes can indicate investors' interest, they can just as easily highlight the churning of traders feasting, uh, feasting on suckers. Below is an absolute no particular order using top secret criteria was devised in the lab are five cryptocurrencies that impressed us in 2020. Number five, Ethereum. Whenever Bitcoin moves, Ether seems to come along for the ride. That's the perception, at least. In reality, however, Ether outpaced Bitcoin by most metrics. Its price increased 360% from the beginning of the year. Yeah, wows, wowzers. It's not just the number. Ethereum developers successfully com- uh, convinced the community to pour billions of dollars worth of ETH tokens into the e- uh, Ethereum 2.0 deposit contract for a proof-of-stake platform that is likely years away from functioning. That's a serious commitment, even as other chains such as Solana have pitched themselves as scalable and ready-to-go alternatives to the congested ETH1 network. One of the sources that of that congestion is part of the reason why Ethereum has been uh, such a top performer, DeFi, the decentralized finance app built on top of the Ethereum currently has over $15 million locked into them. Sure, Bitcoin does more in trading volumes alone in a day, but that's not the point. The point, Ethereum is making itself ubiquitous. Number four, Chainlink. As much we write about Chainlink, we're not so certain everybody know, truly knows what a decentralized Oracle network is or while it needs its own ERC-20 token, but a token it has. And its price has been fueled by the rise of DeFi usage, as protocols rely on its node operators to provide data to smart contracts that makes DeFi run. They are paid in, you guessed it, link tokens. The price of link tokens has gone from $1.70 to New Year's Day to over $13 on December 18th. It peaked at $19.90, occurred back in August, but it still has a top 10 market cap and does around $1 billion in trading volume per day. For Chainlink founder Sergey Nazarov, the rise of the DeFi has gone hand in hand with the availability of oracles. Quote, it's not a coincidence that the growth of DeFi co- coincides with the growing abundance of high quality oracles, he told Decrypt earlier this year. Link's future could be sustainable too as projects uh, that have relied on a single oracle from centralized sources have been repeatedly attacked. 
Number three, Aave. Speaking of DeFi, there are plenty of successful stories, so why focus on Aave, a decentralized lending protocol with its own token, Lend, which has since become Aave. At the beginning of the year, Lend was trading for about a penny when it switched to the moniker Aave in early October, and holders got one Aave for every 100 Lend. The price understandably increased to account for the increased supply. But since introducing Lend in October, the governance token price has jumped from $53 to $89 in under three months. It has its 27th highest market cap of in all crypto with over $1 billion and was ranking at similar levels for trading volumes. What's more, it, it didn't strictly need any of that. The platform had $318,000 locked into its smart contracts at the beginning of the year. By token launch on October 2nd, it was $1.4 billion. Today, it's $1.8 billion. In other words, people are still using it, and that means they're using the token. Number two, USDC. A stablecoin on this list. Well, yeah, obviously the price today is the same as it was at the beginning of the year, and there's no need to try to buy the 99 cents dip and sell at the $1.01 high, unless you're this guy. If a cryptocurrency holding its value doesn't impress you, perhaps its utility will. For starters, USDC has expanded from Ethereum blockchain to the Algorand, Algorand, Stellar, and Solana blockchains. Further, it's becoming a key on-ramp and off-ramp for DeFi and Venezuelan political exiles that can be seen in its trading volumes. The highest daily volume in its January was $426 million. In December, it hasn't even ever dipped below $453 million according to CoinMarketCap. USDC has surged to market caps above $3 billion after starting the year at $516 million. So here's to the list, little stablecoin that could do its job and how people access crypto without imploding or getting investigated by the, the state of New York, as far as we know. Number one, Bitcoin. Are you not entertained? Bitcoin is on the list not only because its market cap increased from $130 billion on January 1st to $430 billion but also because it made such a show of it. Come on, the death, the death knell when Bitcoin's price hit $4,000 in March only to come back from the dead and outperform gold, the US dollar stocks, cheetahs, and Elon Musk's ego. Then, in a single 24-hour stretch in December, it surpassed the $20,000 mark for the first time, chugging past $21,000 and kept going through $22,000 and said, hey, <laughs> Why don't we see what's cooking past $23,000? It was straight out of Shakespeare, and impressive for sure. All right, next news. Written by Robert Stevens, how NFTs blew up in 2020. 2020 brought, many, many, brought with it many, many things, both bad and good. And while Bitcoin's bull run and the summer's DeFi grabbed the headlines, a quiet revolution was taking place in another corner of crypto, the world of non-fungible tokens. NFTs have been around for a few years now, powering crypto collectibles like CryptoKitties, but they're little more than proof of concept for unique non-replicable -re 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 cryptocurrency tokens. This summer, NFTs came, came of age in the wake of the decentralized finance, finance boom and went on to take the gaming, finance, and art world by storm. NFTs and DeFi, decentralized finance or DeFi, may just may just be the most important thing to happen to the NFT industry this year. The premise of DeFi is simple, even though each product is its own insanely complicated puzzle box, decentralized non-custodial and open source financial products for all the internet to use, 
run on code and theoretically, but rarely in practice, free from human meddling. DeFi started off as an incredible broad term, a catch-all reference to any novel financial project powered by crypto. But in June, DeFi centered around one thing, yield farming. That's when Compound, a DeFi lending protocol, issued Comp tokens to anyone who used it. Within a few days, Comp was so valuable that people started taking out loans purely to farm the token. Other protocols followed suit and the summer of DeFi began. The NFT industry followed suit, bringing two major innovations to the DeFi space. NFT Decentralized Exchanges One of the most popular types of DeFi protocols is the Decentralized Exchange, a cryptocurrency exchange on which anything can be listed. Since it's decentralized, regulators can't shut it down. In early 2020, Alexei Fallen and, and Alex Sol, Solnikov created Rarible, a decentralized exchange for NFTs. This decentralized bit is important. It's what sets Rarible apart from regular NFT exchanges, such as OpenSea or Super Rare. Decentralized exchanges devolve governance, the running of the exchange to anyone who holds so-called governance tokens such as Comp or Compound. And the, the only way to earn these governance tokens was to buy them on the crypto exchanges or use the platform. Though they're supposed to be used for governance, in practice many holders simply use them to make money from using the exchange. Two things happen. The first is that Rarible's token price increased from $0.63 cents in late July to $8.54 early September. The second is that the initiatives like, the kickstarted, uh, like this kickstarted the NFT industry, which skyrocketed in volume. Fractionalized NFTs. The NFT also solved a problem that previously prevented investors from snapping them up. It used to be that you could buy only. Uh, it used to be that you could only buy a whole NFT. In that respect, they're like physical objects that you can't auction off. One, one of Picasso's brushstrokes or a single paint pot, lobbed by Jackson Pollock. But several NFT developers thought that shouldn't apply to digital art, so they took to DeFi to build a tool to cut NFTs up into tiny little pieces which were the tradable on popular decentralized exchanges such as Uniswap. The whole point of this is to extract liquidity from NFTs that otherwise sit idle in collectors' wallets until they're sold. But if you can convert an NFT to thousands of regular fungible ERC-20 tokens, you can plug those tokens into DeFi smart contracts to sip up those sweet, sweet yields. Great example of the 2020 were Singapore-based uh, NIFTEX and Polyanet Games. NFTs and gaming. Video game developers got into non-fungible tokens in 2020 in a big way. For game developers, the attraction of NFTs is obvious. Each token can represent a digital sword, virtual piece of armor, or soccer player ready to use for video games. Crypto video games took off. Immediately, most were little than, than more than browser games based solely around microtransactions, something long considered the, scourge, the, the scrooge of the video game industry. But they did take off. Inasmuch as they started to attract big names, a whole lot of money and tons of users. Gods Unchained, a blockchain-based trading card game similar to, to Hearthstone, whose cards are represented by NFTs, now has, mar has a market cap of $10 million. Axie Infinities, an Ethereum-based crypto collectible game based around battling monsters, raised $860,000 from the token sale in November. And Animoca Brands, a licensed company, signed the Care Bearers, Shaun the Sheep, the Smurfs, and Bratz 
as part of the licensing deal, the brands will hold plots of land in Animoca's upcoming virtual Second Life imitation, The Sandbox, which is due to launch in public this month. Large gaming studios such as French gaming house Ubisoft also gave NFTs go. Ubisoft created an NFT-based game for Raving Rabbids, small terrifying cartoon bunnies that star in their own game franchise. The game, Rabbit Tokens, involved stealing NFTs from other users. Lots of these NFTs go for crazy amounts of money. In December, a collector bought a virtual Monaco uh, racing circuit for $223,000, a virtual one. And the game's not even in 3D. Wow, 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 wow. All right, we'll leave it at that. Next news and last news of the day. Actually, let's see. Yeah, next news and last news of the day is written by Jose Antonio Lance. Bitcoin hits $25,000, setting a new all-time high. Maybe it was a Christmas miracle. Bitcoin just hit another all-time high. It depends on your time zone. Though Bitcoin hits $25,000 and it was still December 25th in the U.S. It was actually December 26th when the Asian bulls, who apparently made it happen, set a historic record for the cryptocurrency. The milestone occurred at 3 a.m. UTC in the middle of the hectic trading day in Asia on December 26th. Bitcoin started the day with a brief correction in the middle of a bullish trend, but the bulls didn't want to rest, and after a brief 60-minute hiatus, they regained control, pushing Bitcoin up to $24,895. Two hours later, the green candle brought it up to $25,000. This round number probably triggered a high number of take profits, preventing the rise to continue. As of this writing, Bitcoin was trading at $24,700, which is still a great Christmas present for hodlers and enthusiasts after a year full of crazy and difficult events. As crypto reported, in October 2020, the bull run appears to be different than the one experienced in 2017. The pace looks so much healthier and more stable. The massive institutional investments and broader adoption by a larger public seems to be part of the fundamentals behind this bull run. So perhaps we will have a happy new year to celebrate too. All right, Kathanats, and that is it. We are done. So with that said, I will catch you all on the next one. Happy holidays. Adios.